Welcome to $100 Plus Mileage, the podcast about those New Hampshire bills that don't make the news but still could impact you. Bills about whether you can brew backyard hooch or how your local officials count your absentee ballot or how small your house can be. Those are all bills we've talked about this year on the podcast. We're here to give you the unbiased facts, pros and cons, and let you know about the opportunities to speak up and tell your elected officials how these bills could impact you. I'm Anna Brown, Director of Research and Analysis for Citizens Count. And I'm Mike Dunbar, Content Editor for Citizens Count. Mike, now that we're close to the end of the legislative session, there's fewer really quirky, lesser-known bills for us to talk about. And today we have another issue that I don't think is necessarily what I'd say lesser-known, because we're talking about PFAS. Right, yes. Uh, Referred to as PFOA or PFCs, or of course their full name, ready for this, perfluoroalkyl and polyfluoroalkyl substances. And yes, I had to practice saying that before we got started. And also, yes, please send in your corrections to to Mike Dunbar because (laughs) I would just... I I don't even know if it's right. I was just trying to, you know, phonetically... I mean, it's, it's, yeah, PFAS. Everyone just seems, we call them PFAS and we also call them forever chemicals because they don't break down in the environment or our bodies. Exactly. But makes great nonstick pans. Uh, So I hear PFAS was used for decades in Teflon pans, Gore-Tex jackets, some carpets, firefighting foam, all sorts of other weird products. And the question we're talking about today is how long do people have to file a lawsuit if they discover they were harmed by PFAS? HB 236 would double the time from three years to six years. Right. So first, let's give our listeners a little more background on PFAS. So you said that PFAS don't really break down in the environment or our bodies. So let's talk about what that means. Actually, quick question. You're our editor at Citizens Count. PFAS stands for polyfluoroalkyl substances, I think. So if it's plural, is it PFAS is or PFAS are? Yeah, I was... (laughs) I was in the in the back of my mind. I was like, mm, "There should be a style decision made about this," and I suspect that it's not uh, as uniform as I would like it to be uh, in the media. But we'll leave that for another day. Okay. Let's let's make it plural. It'll be plural. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So I will do my best to to keep with that. So PFAS build up in our water supplies, our soils, and uh, well, us. So the harms of this accumulation are not fully understood. Still, studies coming out but there's mounting evidence that PFAS can lead to reproductive disorders, lipid damage, thyroid damage, kidney problems, cancer, and a lot of other health problems. Jeez. Yeah, not, not, not nice. And in recent years, the New Hampshire Department of Environmental Services set strict limits for PFAS in public water, stricter than any federal advisory, and the state legislature put those limits into state law last year. So this is all happening amidst a backdrop of significant PFAS contamination at a few sites in New Hampshire. Notably, you've probably heard about St. Gobain Performance Plastics in Merrimack and the Pease Trade Port in Portsmouth. Right. And I believe there's some speculation about uh, PFAS pollution on the seacoast maybe contributing to uh, childhood cancer clusters. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and once again, nothing really definitive, but you know, we got some major contamination and there's various lawsuits and bills to determine who should pay for blood testing and medical bills, bottled water replacement, new water treatments, so on and so forth. HB 236, the bill we're talking about today, is just one small piece of that puzzle. So it looks to double the statute of limitations for PFAS lawsuits. 
Right. So statute of limitations, basically the time limit you have to file a lawsuit. Um, as I understand it, current state law has a general three-year statute of limitations for all personal injury lawsuits. Correct. And so it also applies to PFAS-related lawsuits. Right. So now is that three years from the time of contamination or? Three years from the time a person discovers they were harmed and also links that harm to PFAS contamination. So even if a company polluted a well with PFAS two decades ago, if a person gets cancer, gets their blood and they're well tested for PFAS, they realize that, oh my gosh, this PFAS contamination is is killing me. At that moment, the three-year clock starts ticking for them to file a lawsuit. Gotcha. So HB 236 would double that from three years to six years, but just for lawsuits related to PFAS. Correct. So now we can jump into the pro and con arguments. Supporters argue that the state needs to give residents more time to sue because the harms of PFAS can take years to manifest and still are not fully understood. And I want to read a quote from the bill hearing, and I will warn you now, it's quite a long quote, but I I think it really encapsulates this pro argument. So this was rep from Rep. Suzanne Vale, a bill sponsor, and she said, we need more time to calculate the scope of the harm that has been done to townspeople and to address the impact on specific vulnerable groups, such as elderly, children, pregnant women, and women who are nursing. This is particularly important because of the latency of illness onset. We need to identify victims and get a sense of the scope of the problem in all of New Hampshire. We need to protect municipalities from bearing the cost of the health effects of industrial pollution. And we need to delineate a true zone of contamination defined by a perimeter of wells that are clear of the toxic levels of PFAS within the current allowable maximum contaminant levels that we're working with right now. We need to provide vital education to citizens and medical providers. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess it sort of speaks to the sort of obvious critique of why should it take you three years to file a lawsuit if you know at year one that you've been impacted by this, but it it really speaks to the fact that we're still figuring out what the impact is, right? Absolutely. We definitely are still learning about where this is in New Hampshire, what it means, what the possible impacts are. And, you know, I think there is a little bit of gray area probably for judges deciding when that clock starts ticking, you know, when a person should know or what could have known, you know, what the harms were, who was responsible for it and so on. But cons, there's always the other side. So David Creer, director of public policy at the Business and Industry Association, testified against HB 236 at that same hearing. He argued that three years was standard and more than enough time for a person to file a lawsuit because after all, as we discussed, the statute of limitations clock does not start ticking until a person identifies an injury and links it to the cause. So we had the example earlier, you know, a person could discover an injury two decades later and only then does the clock start kicking. Um, Since we're reading quotes from the bill hearing, I'll share his, which was, there's no benefit to expanding this to six years. It does signal to everyone in the state that we are trying to make it as hard as possible for businesses to do their business here. So when HP 236 first went through the House, some representatives also questioned whether PFAS should be singled out in the state law. The concern is that we could end up with this confusing patchwork of different time limits for different chemicals or pollution and just hard for victims to even know where to begin, right? It's, yeah, I mean, it's true that six years is a little arbitrary for the PFAS problem. Like, why not five years or 10 years or two years? Or why any years at all? Why not just eliminate the statute of limitations altogether? Should there even be a time limit on justice? That argument did come up at the bill hearing, and similar arguments are made when debating the statute of limitation for sexual assault and other crimes because, yeah, it's like, why, <laughs> if, if this wrong was done, why do we just say, oh, nope, you're too late? Um, the problem is, of course, 
over time, evidence is lost and memories fade. So statutes of limitation in general ensure that justice is prompt and supported by evidence. Right. So how are other states addressing this? The statute of limitations for personal injury lawsuits does vary from state to state. I looked it up and most states stick to three years or less. There are some states that have four or five or whatever, but we are one of just a minority of states, though, that are considering a longer statute specifically for PFAS-related lawsuits. There have been similar proposals in Maine and Michigan. Right. Okay. So to summarize... HB 236 would give people six years instead of three to file a lawsuit if they discovered they've been harmed by PFAS contamination. Supporters argue that we're still learning about the scope and severity of PFAS pollution, so people need more time to make these legal decisions. Opponents argue that three years is the standard. It's plenty of time to decide whether or not to sue. And lengthening the statute of limitations to six years will turn off businesses. Anna, if I have an opinion about HB 236, what should I do? HB 236 recently passed the Senate, but they made some small changes to the language, so the bill has to go back to the House of Representatives where it started for another vote, and their next voting in June. So if you have an opinion on HB 236, contact your state representative and tell them how you think they should vote. You can find your state representative on our website by clicking elected officials in the navigation bar. All right, Anna, it's time for our weekly closer only in New Hampshire. What do you got this week? Okay, so today I want to talk about one of my personal favorite bills from when I've been working at Citizens Count. So this is a 2016 bill that would have banned the possession of flamethrowers because <laughs> I've learned it is completely illegal to own a flamethrower in New Hampshire, even though they are banned by the Geneva Protocols. Uh, you said legal, right? It's legal. Legal, to own a as in you can go on Amazon and buy yourself a flamethrower. Have it delivered to your house and no <laughs> With your, your Prime membership, get your free two-day shipping on your flamethrower. <laughs> I mean, why, why not, you know? So HB 1600 would have made it a misdemeanor, though, to own or use a flamethrower. And the oh. reason why I love this bill is because listening to the bill hearing, I learned so many amazing uses for flamethrowers that would never have come across my mind besides, you know, burning people alive, such as mm -hmm. burning crop fields, melting the ice on your driveway, auto recycling, and a certain teenager in Connecticut who attached a flamethrower to a drone and then flew it into the woods and used it to roast a turkey. Um, I don't have the details on if this turkey was alive when that happened. I certainly hope it was not. Certainly I hope, hope it was, it was not. not. Yeah. Flying flamethrower drones is, I guess, not outside the realm. Although, fun fact, I suppose then you'd get into the drone laws, which is a whole other thing. But anyway, HB 1600 was voted down in the House in large part because there were no known flamethrower attacks in New Hampshire. <laughs> um, here, here's the twist, though. So I was researching this today because I was like, oh, man, we haven't talked about the flamethrower thing yet. I love this flamethrower fact. It should not be an only in New Hampshire fact because this is not only in New Hampshire. Evidently, flamethrowers are also legal in almost every state in the nation. Maryland and California are the only states with limits. You know, I like that there were actually people that showed up to this hearing to defend. It's not like, okay, nobody uses a flamethrower and there's no law saying you can't have one. It doesn't really matter. But people are actually using them enough to say, I am going to show up at this hearing. If you've ever listened to one of these things and thought, uh, you know, one of our episodes and thought, oh, it doesn't matter. There are people showing up to the hearing on the flamethrower thing. Yes. So your bill should matter too. That's yes. just an aside. But um <laughs> That is fascinating. And actually, it reminds me once I was having dinner with some family friends and their grandmother was there. And she's from Vermont, 
kind of like the classic Vermont lady. And she was talking about how she wants to get a flamethrower to de-ice her driveway. And I'm just imagining this elderly woman out in her driveway in Vermont in the depth of winter with her flamethrower, just like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a total thing though. Like I did not, yeah. it, it never would have occurred to me. I grew up in New Hampshire, lived here since I was three and we had a driveway with quite a hill and we used to get basically a lake of ice at the bottom. And I remember seeing my dad out there with basically a pickaxe, just trying to get some of this ice gone. And so like never occurred to him to use a flamethrower, I guess. And honestly, I, I sounds very efficient. Like I feel like going yeah. back in time, I totally would have handed my poor father a flamethrower and been like, you know what, dude, let's make this easier for you. Right. For efficiency's sake. I mean, or, you know, in case of the zombie apocalypse, I guess. That's right. Yeah. Double, uh, double purpose. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. You can find more information and episodes at citizenscount.org. We'd also like to thank Franklin Pierce University for producing and the Grand State News Collaborative for hosting. Our theme music is composed by Mike Dunbar. And lastly, we thank you for giving us a listen and thinking about how you can be a part of what makes New Hampshire by the people, for the people. 